Well, welcome to Friday on Chewing the Fat. How in the world are you? You look great today. Congratulations to the Falls Church School Board for voting unanimously to rename Thomas Jefferson Elementary School and George Mason High School. Now, we know that the vote follows a six-month-long process, which included hours of public hearings, hundreds of submitted written public comments, and a survey of the community to inform the board's decision. We went through all of that knowing they were going to change the names. I don't know why this is such a big deal. But according to school board chairman Greg Anderson, the board took seriously the viewpoints and concerns raised by many students, parents, and staff, and community members. And we want them to know that student, staff, and community members feel safe, supported, and inspired. Now, they haven't decided on new names for the schools, but the schools that are going to be renamed are Thomas Jefferson Elementary and George Mason High School. Oh my gosh, those two names are horrific. You can't have them on buildings, you can't. What do you bet we name Thomas Jefferson Elementary School Brianna Taylor Elementary School and George Mason High School is George Floyd High School. Want to make a bet? I didn't think so. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So you can bet plenty of other states besides Virginia will be changing school names. And the U.S. House approved an updated defense policy bill that, among other things, would start the process for renaming military bases named after Confederate leaders. Oh, Okay, well, that's good. We're going to rename everything. If the person did anything wrong ever, looked bad, smelled bad, talked bad, you can't name things after them. Never mind whatever good they did in the past. It doesn't outweigh the bad. That's the way it is. Hey, remember the buried treasure that was found from the poem, you know, uh, Forest Fen hid the chest filled uh, with coins and gold nuggets and other valuables estimated between one and three million dollars in the Rocky Mountains. Well, we finally and somebody found it and they posted a picture that they had found it, but we thought maybe it was him who found it. <laughs> you know, we were making jokes about that, but we do know now that uh, who found it. We outed the 32 year old. A medical student and he came forward said I found the fan treasure Jack Stoof S-T-U-E-F said that he found the treasure and that he had met Fenn before Fenn passed away he found uh, he found it or Fenn announced that it was found on June 6th and he met with Jack before he died in September. Now, Jack said that he was kind of uh, embarrassed by how obsessed he was with trying to find it. And if I didn't find it, I would look like kind of an idiot. And maybe I didn't want to admit to myself what a hold it had on me. Now, he was behind the anonymous article published in Medium in September in which he described finding the treasure. Um, 
Now there's a lawsuit. A woman who believed the treasure was hidden in New Mexico claims the finder succeeded by hacking her texts and emails. <sighs> Jack has denied the allegation, saying he never met nor heard of the woman before the lawsuit and the treasure was nowhere near New Mexico. So get over it. I found it. Okay? All right. Have a good day. Speaking of finding... uh you know, millions of dollars worth of stuff. Kellyanne Conway, it's reported, uh, finalized her multi-million dollar deal to write an unvarnished, eye-popping tell-all memoir about her controversial tenure as Trump's closest White House advisor. Okay, uh, we'll see if it's good. It's speculated she got, uh, you know, a lot more than two million bucks. That's what uh, they gave John Bolton and his book was a zip. There was nothing in that book. So, We'll see what Kellyanne, I mean, she may have some people, you know, sweating in their boots a little bit. We'll see. Um, It'd be fun if she tells the truth about her husband and her daughter and the hate they had for Trump, which ended up driving her to quit. Right. And she, she hasn't commented on it. They, this particular outfit that the story came from the griot, um, when the publication directly contacted her for a statement, she responded, I don't have any comment. Well, duh. Why was, okay. I can't believe you wouldn't say anything to us. Yeah, me either. But it'll be interesting. Um, not so much if she, you know, throws some people under the bus inside the white house from her time there, but be very fascinating to see if she tells the truth between her and her husband because he hates Donald Trump. And that relationship had to be just incredible. And her daughter was always giving her problems. It'll be fascinating if she tells the truth. Although, I think a lot of it, that will get edited out because, I mean, how much more can you rip your family apart? Nobody wants that except us readers. As long as we're hanging around the White House, for those of you thinking that something big is going to happen with Hunter Biden, good luck. Good luck. I, you know, I know he's under investigation now and his tax returns are under investigation and then it's claimed that they're, you know, linking, trying to get find links between him and the Chinese company and the laptop emails. Where were you before the election? That's all I want to know. Why is this going on now? I mean, Hunter's been a dirtbag forever. And now, you know, before the election, it didn't happen. And I didn't know. I'm the father. And I didn't know anything. Whatever. Okay. I mean, the kids of Joe Biden are got, they're both, I mean, Hunter and Ashley, the daughter, are both really going through hard times and have gone through hard times for years because they're both Bo's brother and sister. They're not Hunter and Ashley. I mean, Bo is the one who passed away from cancer and he was the golden child. We all know that. I mean, he was, Joe can't talk about his family without talking about his favorite son, Bo and Bo's brother and sister, Hunter and Ashley. And they've both had just, you know, struggling lives with, sex addiction, drug addiction. It's just, you know, incredible. And, uh, 
those two stories are uh, fun to read about too. And again, I, you know, yeah, I know they've had a tough time and we're not supposed to wallow in their dirt, but they're the ones that are in the, in the forefront. So if you've got all this dirt, let's wallow in it. Let me see it. Let me read about it. Let me hear about it. Let's go. Put the, put another rock in that glass pipe hunter and let's fire that bad boy up. Quick update on Ellen. Uh, it's been, uh, well, she reported it herself. She has tested positive for COVID-19. So the show is paused now until January because of COVID-19. She posted uh, on her social media, I'll see you again after the holidays. Okay. Well, you know, we talked about her and wife, hubby, Porta, uh, struggling and having a tough time in their marriage. Um, and it's, you know, presumed that it's because Ellen is having such a t- tough time at the office. Well, the ratings have declined 37% since the prior season. Now, the show is still a good show, right? It's still gaining some numbers. That's number three as far as the syndicated talk shows behind Live with Kelly and Ryan and Dr. Phil. But without sponsors, uh, times are tough. And according to insiders, the show is losing sponsors and unable to get big spot, bigger sponsors. And also it's harder to get some of the big name stars because they're all going to the other shows, especially my girl. Drew Barrymore, who I said, you heard it here on Chewing the Fat, was going to take over for Ellen, and it's it's happening. So if Ellen, I mean, God forbid, gets sick, but worst of all, I mean, she's off now during the holidays, and they had their, usually their big 12 days of giveaways, the seasonal event that gets all the sponsors and aspiring audience members, and this year, according to the show, uh, 12 Days is more condensed. We don't have as many sponsors, and uh, this is like a make-it-or-break-it moment for the show. (laughs) So if they don't pick up sponsors by the new year, (whistles) times are going to be tough, and so chewing the fat will be proven correct. I know, I know. When you heard me talk about it before, you said, Chewing the fat is right. I know. I know. And if you haven't, and you're listening to this for the first time, or you're not a subscriber to the podcast, what are you doing? Subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher and experience the entirety that is Chewing the Fat by subscribing. Just choose a platform. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. There's a plethora of other platforms out there and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Okay. Okay. You know, we talked about the uh, minks that are, that had coronavirus and uh, the Danish government was talking about killing them all. They're killing minks in the U.S. now too. Uh, but in, uh, in Denmark, <laughs> 17 million minks killed 17 million i mean that's just a it was an amazing number i remember the first time when we were talking about it, it was just an incredible number and it's just we got to bury him we got to kill them all we got to bury him they got coronavirus we got to kill them all got to bury him okay i mean you realize that's uh and you can quote me on this a lot of minks right and so now 
Uh, it looks like they buried some on uh, some farms. They borrowed some. They buried some on some military bases, and some of the places that they buried them, they only buried them in. You know, they dug a you know a two foot trench for however long it takes. How big a trench that is for you know, seventeen million migs. Oh, that's a little one. We only buried two million in that hole. So then they were bloating and gassing. So they were coming up out of the ground and everybody was talking about the zombie minks. (laughs) This is what happens when you have a knee jerk reaction. But if you're going to kill all the minks, why don't you just burn them? I don't understand why you're going to bury them. Cause now they're saying that they're contaminating the groundwater because they buried them in the ground. Well, I don't know. Some of the, some of the minks that were buried in a couple of feet of land that can't, they couldn't have contaminated the groundwater in this amount of time. Right. I mean, that's a, if they dug bigger holes for minks, if the holes were bigger for minks, <laughs> then, you know, you're talking about contaminating the groundwater, but I, you know, I can't believe that, you know, the, the two foot, deep trenches contaminating the groundwater at this point it's been you know a short period of time but why not just burn them what about the air what about it what about it you're at a military base you pile them up and you burn them and you blow the smoke you know away from your country (laughs) blow it toward that other country who cares it's not us but uh, just amazing. I don't know why. It just fascinates me, these dead minks, man. It's really fascinating. And it's a knee-jerk reaction. And I know it's, you know, they've got coronavirus, but we got to get rid of them, or at least we think we do. And so we're going to kill them. I mean, Denmark, that's a great industry for that country. And that industry is just gone. Have a nice day. Goodbye. You know all those minks that you were selling? Uh, for their coats and their fur or whatever the hell else you were doing with those minks. Yeah, those days are over. Have a nice day. We're killing them all. No, but they're my minks and I was making, yeah, no, they're gone. Have a nice day. Okay. Thank you. Have a, have a nice day. Keep your eye out for those zombie minks from now on. Okay. Okay. You take care. Well, it's Friday. So we might as well have a little Operation Varsity Blues. (laughs) Well, actually, it's Operation Varsity Blues. Tonight's episode, Olivia Jade. So... Olivia Jade, the daughter of Lori Laughlin and uh, Massimo, he she uh, went on the uh, went on the show Red Table Talk, and she tried to get around her white privilege, and you know I don't know. I, 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 this is why I said she shouldn't do interviews. Just don't, just be done with it and go about your life. Don't try to ask. Just could, just do it. Just your folks have already paid the price. They're going to jail. They're paying a fine. They're doing public service. 
and then it, they're going to try to get to, you know some semblance of their life back. You don't need to make the rounds to say, well, I was just the bubble I was in. That's the way I lived, you know, doing stuff like that advantaged. It sounds so silly, but that's the bubble I grew up in. We got it. We know it. And to go on Red Table Talk, and, you know, she got, she took a big hit for going on Red Table Talk because it's, you know, it's three black women. And they were even saying that it's so disingenuous. And, you know, for for her to go on that show for the redemption story. And so many people have just piled on the, the, the bashing of Olivia Jade, which is the title of tonight's episode and so it just really i hope that the parents can reach out and say shut up stop talking but apparently they haven't talked since they were since they went to jail uh you know obviously they spent a lot of time together prior to but uh since they went into jail uh, apparently, uh, no talking. They're doing the COVID-19 thing and they're in jail and they haven't talked to the kids and the kids haven't talked to them. So that's why, that's why now she's trying to make the rounds and, and, uh, and ask for forgiveness when she shouldn't be doing, just go back to stop, just stop. You're just going to dig yourself into a deeper hole by making all these, by making all these rounds and trying to talk about your white privilege and ugh, ugh. And now there's stories about Lori, you know, worried about prison time destroying her financially. She'll be fine. I mean, she was down, they downsized a little bit before they went into prison into the new, you know, $10 million estate, right? Isn't that what it cost? I think so. Off the top of my head, that's, I think they, they downsized to the $10 million joint. So, She's going to get out and well, today, if you're listening live, uh, today on the 11th of December, 2020, uh, she's got seven more days. She's out on the 18th. That's my prediction that she's out on the 18th. So she'll be back home. Just Olivia Jade. Here's my advice from chewing the fat and operation varsity blues. Okay. Here's my advice. Stop speaking. Operation Varsity Blues. Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) This white privilege thing, too, is, I mean, we, I don't know that I've necessarily talked about it a whole bunch we you know different stories and stuff but the we haven't got to the san diego school district uh, story where they held their white privilege training and they told you know teachers are doing racist we i remember talking about it when it was uh, in seattle when they had their their special training but when you go through the stuff that san diego school district <laughs> i mean i don't know that i could take it i don't know that i could take it um we acknowledge that we meet on stolen land taken from indigenous peoples. Um, expect to experience some discomfort. Guilt, anger, apathy, frustration, closed-mindedness, defensiveness. What's white fragility? White privilege and culture. 
Since white people in America hold most of the political, institutional, and economic power, they receive advantages that non-white groups do not. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, more under white privilege. My ability to thrive, not just survive in this country, is being preserved at every level of power without me having to do anything at all. I don't even have to vote. Oh, okay. Uh, under the heading, you are a racist. Try to use one word to answer the question, how would this make you feel? You are a racist. I think this to yourself, according to the, according to the paperwork. Number two, what would you want to say to someone who tells you this? That is, you are a racist. Well, I would say... I'm supposed to think to myself or answer. Uh, no, uh, I'm not. Uh, try to use one word to answer the question, how would you this make you feel? Stumped? You are upholding racist ideas, structures, and policies. Again, use one word answer to question, how would this make you feel? Um, no, I'm not. Oh, wait, that's an answer. That's not how, how I feel. Wait, I feel confused. What would you want to say to someone who tells you this? No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, but you can't say that or they'll just kick you out of the training or you, you know, you're fired, right? You're supposed to keep your jobs, right? So, I mean, that's the whole point of these white privilege training classes or sessions so you come out of there realizing your white privilege and admitting to your white privilege so that you can continue to be employed i understand it i don't know that i could do it i just don't think i could do it Let's go to the break room. I need a drink of ice cold, refreshing, you know, liquid. Oh, well, it's that time of year again. And everyone is releasing, you know, the top of what happened this year. Google, Twitter. National Geographic, all that stuff. So Google released its, uh, you know, what was trending in 2020, the top trending searches. And the top search, of course, was election results. Coronavirus was number two. Coronavirus did not beat out election results. And uh, neither did it under news either. Election results was number one. Coronavirus was number two. If you believe that they're telling you the truth. Under people, Joe Biden was uh, number one. And Kim Jong-un was number two. Kamala Harris, number three. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, actors, top searches, Tom Hanks, number one. Ooh, okay. Athletes, Ryan Newman, number one. Tom Brady, number two. Bubba Wallace, three. Tyson, four. Eh, maybe. Babies, under babies for searches. Uh, Elon Musk, baby. And then the baby platypus. <laughs> Stop it. Anderson Cooper, baby, was number four. <laughs> beauty how to's how to cut men's hair at home i mean that's you know due to the lockdown of course uh how to wash your hands 
was a top search, uh, the answer should be, if you don't know it, you're doomed anyway. Uh, definitions, the search, uh, top search uh, definitions, WAP, entanglement, antebellum, pandemic, asymptomatic. Wow. Uh, top searches, how to donate, how to donate to Black Lives Matter, how to donate to Australian brush fires, how to donate to Chewing the Fat. I wish that was a search, but you can. You can just email chewingthefat at theblaze.com and uh, say, hey, I'd like to donate, and then I'll reply with a way you could donate. Or you could just subscribe to the podcast. I, I mean, it's an easy way to figure it out as well. Just subscribe to the podcast go to iTunes iHeartRadio just subscribe to Chewing the Fat then if you want to rate and review it you can rate and review it 20 stars best podcast ever something like that it's real simple and then no matter what you're listening to if you have headphones on and somebody says hey what are you listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher oh really Is is that any good yeah that's why I'm listening to it why don't you subscribe, idiot? That's the way you answer them. Why don't you subscribe, idiot? <laughs> All right, you can take the idiot off. You know, and I won't. I'll, I won't mandate you calling the person an idiot. But subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Okay, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell anybody that'll listen to you. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. P- choose a platform and subscribe. And as long, I mean, all right, so I know we're doing the searches, but you know, you might as well subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you can follow me on whatever social media you feel comfortable using. You've got Twitter at JeffyJFR, at Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Parlor, uh, you know, for as long as these sites are up and running. Okay, that's where you've got all those accounts. And one of the ways you can keep Chewing the Fat alive and burning, alive and eating, uh, is subscribe and become a member of Blaze TV. So that subscription helps keep this podcast free. So you can become a freeloading subscriber. Go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. And uh, the discount now, I think, I think uh, my discount uh, gets you 10 bucks off for a year's subscription. So take the the money, the best uh, the best discount you can get and subscribe to Blaze TV. Become a member, okay? All right, so back to the back to the Google searches of the year, top searches of the year under losses Kobe Bryant. Chadwick Bosman is third according to Google. Wow. I mean, and Chadwick was I think when we get to the Twitter numbers, right? Chadwick was number one. Yeah, he was number one. Uh, the last post from actor Chadwick Bosman's Twitter account made after his death was the most liked and retweeted tweet of the year. Uh, 7.6 million likes and 2.4 million people are tweeting about this. This was a screenshot from 9-11 p.m. on the announcement day. Uh, incredible. Incredible. So, I mean, that's that's weird that Google searches has Chadwick third. Uh, near me, under the near me searches, uh, 
COVID testing near me, early voting near me, fires near me, musicians and bands, Shakira number one. Wow, Shakira, really? Adele three, really? Adele this year? Okay. Under how to style, how to style curtain bangs, how to style curly hair. I mean, I guess everybody's messing with their hair during the during the lockdown, right? Under movies, Parasite, number one, 1917, number two, Black Panther three. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Recipe, sourdough bed, whipped coffee. Eh, okay. Sports teams, the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat were the top two searches. No, no, sorry. I don't buy it. Politicians, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Eh, Maybe, maybe. And of course, under virtual, virtual field trips and virtual museum tours and Virtual Kentucky Derby and virtual learning and virtual NBA fans. That's all they're going to have left soon is the, just the virtual fans for the NBA. Under where is searches, where is my stimulus money? <laughs> where is Kansas City? I guess maybe that had to do with uh, with Trump, right? When he was talking about uh, Missouri and Kansas, because there's actually uh, Kansas City is in both states, my friends. I know. I know. Uh, TV shows, Tiger King, Cobra Kai, Ozark, Umbrella Academy, Queen's Gambit. Top five of the searches. Wow. Best stocks to buy. Where to buy PS5. Okay. I mean, pretty basic stuff. Uh, Why were chainsaws invented? Why do you think? I mean, that should be the answer, really. Why were chainsaws invented? I don't know. Why do you think? Let's just stop it right now. Okay, stop it. So, on Twitter, 2020's People of the Year. Uh, Let's see what they have here. I wonder who it could be. Oh, let's see. The The two candidates took the top spots among the 10 most tweeted about people in 2020. Trump topped the charts, followed by Biden. The number three spot was taken by George Floyd. And that's it. They just, they tell you about who George Floyd was because you can't just say George Floyd without saying he was a black man who died in an encounter with the police of Minnesota in May. Floyd's death caused widespread protests across the U.S. over racial discrimination. Actually, it caused a widespread protest around the globe. But, hey, don't worry about it, okay? Okay. And then, we, you know, we have the top emojis worldwide on Twitter. And ugh, the top hashtags of 2020, uh, according to them, was uh, Black Lives Matter was number two. Hashtag Black Lives Matter emerged as the second most trending hashtag. And coming in at number one. COVID-19. This top hashtag. I mean, I yeah, guess. All right. Uh, you know, if you say so. Okay. I, I, I believe you, Twitter. Why would you lie? And, of course, National Geographic has their end-of-the-year uh, issue. 2020, 71 photographs from an unforgettable year. And what makes the cover? Richmond's graffitied Robert E. Lee monument makes the cover of National Geographic. So it's 
with the you know the face of George Floyd underneath Robert E. Lee. So you can imagine what the other 70 photographs are going to be throughout this powerful, powerful publication. You know, uh, with those searches and the top tweets and the top hashtags and the top photographs, I mean, we know that we're coming to the end of 2020 and we know that things are continuing to change at a rapid pace, right? So we know uh, that Pornhub is changing. Yay! So I'm reading how much trouble they're in over an article from the New York Times. Now they have 3.5 billion visitors each month. Wow. So apparently Pornhub has announced several major changes to its website because of this New York Times report that said report article that said it was infested with child rape videos okay so is it infested with 3.5 billion billion visitors and how many ever videos it has uploading and downloading every day i don't know but they are saying that effective immediately only content partners and people within the model program will be able to upload content to pornhub um in the new year they're going to implement a verification process and, you know, they give a whole list of banning downloads and expanding moderation, trusted flagger program, partnership with missing and exploited children, new transparency report, independent review. They're doing all the things that you one would hope that they would do. So now they're talking about, and it goes on about how it's infested with these, with all these terrible videos and young children's video. But one of the stories that, it talks about a girl who is 19, but the pictures that ended up on Pornhub were when she was 14. And she said that people were texting her. If she didn't send them a video, they were going to send them to her mom. Her mom ended up persuading Pornhub to remove the videos, but they were later re-uploaded to Pornhub and other porn sites. And that made her transfer to a new school. The new school found out about the videos. Now, because of that, she began cutting herself and her relationship with her mother deteriorated. Now she lives in her car in Fresno, California with three dogs. Okay. So, as horrible as that is, that's not Pornhub's fault. I'm sorry. No. That's not Pornhub's fault. But... Okay, whatever, you can be mad at them. So now, you know, they're MasterCard and Visa are reconsidering their business relationships with Pornhub. And it was, uh, you know, it was already reported that MasterCard will no longer allow its card to be used on Pornhub after allegations of child abuse. Okay, okay. I mean, that's... I. Okay, whatever, whatever you want. I mean, it's a private company. That's fine. Don't worry about it. That's fine. It's a private company. All right, whatever you say. But you know, then you have we 
we talked about MSNBC and how their head person talked about they want half female and half people of color. I mean, that look for good changes there. Two large shareholders at Sports Illustrated, uh, the company that uh, publishes Sports Illustrated, Maven, filed uh, papers last week to fire five of the company's seven directors. And they want to replace the board with one that better reflects the new Maven because uh, they had a Blue Lives Matter ad on their site. What? Yeah, well, remember they fired the CEO earlier this year over staff cuts uh, at Sports Illustrated and hosting a Blue Lives Matter website on its ad platform. And they did that after the death of George Floyd. How dare they? And now, Maven staffers were upset at the company's continued affiliation with uh, this website known as Blue Lives Matter. It's embarrassing, a disgrace, and horrible. Oh, okay. Because many comments were overtly racist. And people were saying stuff on there that were factually incorrect information, and it was going unchecked. Well, I mean, I've had just about enough of all these people wanting to silence voices. I'm telling you, I can't take it. We we have got to say enough with the silencing of voices. It is incredible to me that we have more and more people who believe that they are for free speech by silencing voices. That's not the way it works. And I'm going to stop myself now because I'm going to start saying things that I probably would have to delete. So we'll just stop. But this whole thought about silencing people's voices has got to stop. And you can't quote me on that because it is... I just deleted some bad words there. So we'll move on. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Let's do that. (laughs) Uh, Hey, did you see where Newsmax uh, scored some big ratings and uh, beat out Fox News Channel for the very first time? I know. Uh, When fueled by conservative viewers who were disappointed by the election results happened Monday evening, 25 to 54... the 2554 demo. Uh, Newsmax outrated the story with Martha McCallum on, fa- on Fox. So it just barely beat him out. But it did beat them out. And it was a show. And, you know, they're starting to make their mark. Right? So congratulations. And uh, I'm sure Fox is very unhappy about that. And the NFL is saying that they're struggling. Ratings are down. Sunday night football ratings are down. Uh, week 13 had a 30% drop. And a 27% drop, but the early game on Sunday came up. There's still, I mean, they still have viewers. People are still watching the NFL and it really hasn't been that bad since the first week. As far as, you know, black lives matter stuff. It really hasn't been that bad. What's been bad are the games. Uh, some teams that are normally pretty good are not good. And games have been getting canceled and put off and teams have been, you know, players have been off and coaches have been off. So it's been a really struggling year. 
but it, it the NFL, it's been a it hasn't been that bad as far as the Black Lives Matter stuff. The ratings are down because the games aren't that good. Uh, some of the teams that are usually pretty good eh, aren't that good. Just saying. And you know what else? They're only really down about 6% from the same point last season. Now, you know, it might be down overall. But another thing that really hurts, I got to tell you, I was thinking about this the other day watching, I, I don't forget which game I was watching, but it's really not fun. It's Let me say, rephrase that. It's less fun watching these games without fans. I know it's still it's all about the game, but it's enjoyable when the fans are there. And these games, many of these games don't have any fans or very few fans. And that's just not as much fun. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So there's a story that says the doomsday plane, the command center airplane for the Russian high-ranking officials, including Vlad. Uh, I'm sorry, Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia. Uh, there, according to the story, there was a break-in uncovered during an aircraft inspection at this aviation scientific and technical complex, and they found that a cargo hatch appeared to have been opened and 39 pieces of radio equipment were found to be missing from the aircraft. And the press secretary, this Dmitry Peskov, said the incident was an emergency situation. Yeah, for the person who allowed it to happen, if it happened. So apparently they say it occurred between uh, Putin putting a large number of funds into overhauling the Russian military during tensions with the West, which are at their highest since the end of the Cold War. What? What? I don't even think this story is real. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't even think it's real. Uh, you know, of course, there's going to be an investigation and security's been increased. Okay, this is just a way for Vlad to beef up security and start bad mouthing the West. There's, I, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't believe this is true. I don't do it. I'm sorry, I don't believe it. Now we didn't get any into any COVID nineteen stuff or coronavirus stuff today. Um, sure. Sure, the U.S. is over 16 million total cases. Sure, we've got over 300,000 deaths. And did Trump say anything about it at all? The horror. Uh, You know, just come on now. Come on now. We're doing everything we can, aren't we? And we're getting ready to have the vaccine. And all is going to be right with the world. We even have smartphone technology now that they're using with CRISPR that they say will be able to let us know within, I think, 15 or 30 minutes. So they're talking about uh, using this uh, enzyme to cleave viral RNA, initiating a fluorescent signal that can be detected using the smartphone camera, which then provides a quantitative measurement of the level of viral particles in the sample. Now, how long did they say? I think it was... Uh, we can find out in, yeah, 30 minutes. They're saying it's super exciting to have this quantitative aspect and, uh, the test takes just 30 minutes and we don't need, uh, it's very quick. It's making the measurement with mass produced consumer electronics. We don't need fancy laboratory equipment. Okay. I mean, let's go. 
we talked yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Uh, they they all run together. You know what I'm saying? It's the end of the week and everything just runs together. When we talked about the cycle threshold value where they're talking about the viral load. So we get the positive or negative, but we also find out what the viral load is. And if your cycle threshold value is strong or high, then you should be quarantined and isolated. If it's low and uh, goes through all the numbers, then there's no point. You're not contagious. So, I mean, we are finding out more and more things that, you know, will hopefully get us past this as soon as possible. So these people like, oh, I don't know, the people in charge of California, the people in charge of New York, the people in charge of New Jersey, all these other states where they're just taking, they, they're blasting their power and all they want to do is shut things down. You know, I mean, de Blasio is already shutting down synagogues and he's already threatened to shut them down once and for all. Are you kidding me? I mean, he's hated Jews forever. How this guy is the mayor of New York, I don't know. I don't know how New York is actually surviving with the mayor of New York City and the governor of New York. It seems like those two people are not good people. Just not good people. And how they got their jobs and continue to keep their jobs is an amazing feat. But good luck, God bless. You know what I'm saying? Good luck, God bless. I mean, I want to talk about how, uh, you know, a Chicago restaurant got, uh, you know, got shut down again because city inspectors paid a visit to it and it was sneaking people in. And they were eating indoors. Now, I want to be on the side of the restaurant, except it's owned by a city alderman who is all for the lockdowns, except for his place. His place is different, I guess. He's different. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's different. Tony's restaurant. Uh, yeah. They were had the shutdown order. They had tables and chairs, you know, set up in the front windows upside down like they weren't like they were locked down. But if you came in to do the takeout, I understand that the regular diners, you can, you know, we can get in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just come on back. No problem. And they've got back rooms opened up for inside customers. Okay. And he tried to, then he tried to say we did it on a sporadic basis, but the employees said, nah, we've been doing it. Having listen, we're sorry. We're sorry. It was an error in judgment. It won't happen again. Right. But I want to be on the side of the people who want to just eat at the restaurant, right? They just want to go out and eat at the restaurant. It's That's part of the, the deal when you go out is not being 85 feet away from people and and being away. And I know, I know, I know, I know. And people are sneaking around having parties now and they're getting busted. We've talked about the stories of they're getting busted in New York and New Jersey. And now they're busting people in California. We've got cops arrest 158 people during super spreader house party. Well, people just want to get together. They've had enough. And hopefully it'll be, you know, we'll get back to normal sometime. 
in the near future? Because I just got good news. I just got good news as I'm sitting here talking to you. I just got good news. An email just came in and invited me. I'm an, I'm an official invitation to the U.S. Biostimulant Summit of 2021. April 28th and 29th, Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. The U.S. Biostimulant Summit 2021. Registration is open and I'm invited. Man, oh man, I cannot wait. I get to, if I register right now, I get to hear from the Fertilizing Institute and Wiley Rain LLP. That's during session three, of course. And then we're going to be establishing regulatory clarity. Yes. I mean, hello. We're going to be examining where we are in terms of biostimulant regulation in the U.S. Update on EPA biostimulants definition definition and regulatory approach. Setting regulatory guidelines to determine efficacy and validate claims. Evaluating the differences between U.S. and international regulation and definition. I mean, that's good news. That's good news. I, I, I am looking forward to the U.S. Biostimulant Summit 2021. Now, I'm hoping that if I register now, I get a discount. Yes, and I can start saving and register right now. If I register now, I'm going to save $360 on my conference registration. Okay, so the standard price is $2,395. My discounted price is $2,035. And they give me a contact number. I cannot wait. I I can't wait. I am so excited. Now, I can promote my business with sponsorship. I don't know if Chewing the Fat wants to be a sponsor of the U.S. Biostimulant Summit in Raleigh, North Carolina. But you never know. Uh, It's a thought. We'll have to discuss that at the next chewing the fat board meeting because uh wow it'd be be great to be a part of be part of Eurofins agroscience services and earth alive clean technologies compass minerals and the fertilizer institute and rx green technologies biohumanetics and green and grow plant response like to be a part of that but I see now good news does happen. Good news does happen. All I have to do is look for it. Don't always look on the down stuff. Don't be turn that frown upside down. Right? Right. Of course. Yeah. And maybe you could join me at the uh what's the name of this thing again? Oh yeah, at the uh, US Biostimulant Summit. 2021 because man that is going to be a party